What's up guys, welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays, join the Discord by clicking the link below. Welcome back guys to the 1% Club podcast. I am with my man, Shay. Last week, uh, I don't want to spend a bunch of time on this, but we ran through the fights that we thought were going to go good, went good. And then the ones, even when the ones we lost, we kind of called on the, the worry that we had on that other side. So if we have time at the end, we'll, uh, we will, we'll shake through that. But coming up, we have another great card this week. Uh, Brian Ortega, Yair Rodriguez. We're just going to touch on the, uh, on the main card here. Uh, that the, First of all, the fight itself, the main event to me is is bananas, and I'm like, this is one of those fights where it could go like fifty thousand different ways, and I wouldn't be shocked at all. So, uh, for me, let's start with the the main card opener, Lauren Murphy versus Nisha Tate. To me, there is a very clear cut path on how to bet this uh, fight, but you are the multi millionaire gambler, my friend. Let's hear your thoughts first. Hmm. What do you, um, now I'm intrigued. Uh, well, what are you talking about? Let me hear you. Let me hear you go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you, you know me, like we're both kind of into this. We, we, we dig around, we ask questions a lot from, uh, I'm, I've asked everybody around Misha and Misha's camp says she looks absolutely incredible right now. I think if you take away the lines and you talk about fighter A versus fighter B, I think there are more ways to win for Misha Tate. I think she has a much clearer path to victory. I think she can be competitive standing. I think her, her grappling is much better. Her wrestling is much better. Uh, I, I feel like she is right there with, uh, with Lauren Murphy and, and, and most categories right now, after you factor the line in to me, I, it's really difficult for me to see how this fight gets finished. So, and if it does get finished. I do believe it's going to be on the Misha Tate side. And that would be probably by submission or maybe like a, uh, I don't see like the, like a pity volume ref stoppage here. Uh, I think it would be more of a sub. I think the sub would be the, the way it would go. So for me, the clear cut way for me to play, this is going to be Misha Tate money line sitting at like minus 200 right now. And then you would hedge that with uh, Lauren Murphy by decision, because I'll be honest with you. I do think there's, I do think there's a slight disrespect on Lauren Murphy here. I don't know if I see her finishing this fight, especially in three rounds and five rounds, you know, it's a lot, anything can happen in 25 minutes. Right. But uh, I think Lauren Murphy is being a little disrespected here, but I do believe that there are more ways for Misha to win. So for me, the clear cut way to play, this is going to be Misha Tate money line hedge with Lauren Murphy by decision thoughts. I mean, that all sounds great, but the only problem is the, the odds because Misha's around, you know, she's a 195 favorite or so, and Murphy v. Decision is like plus 240, which means essentially if you wanted to make, you know, you're going to have to, let's say you're betting just $100 unit sizes, you're betting $200 to win 100 on Misha, then you're betting 100 to win 240 on, on, uh, on the decision with Murphy. You're looking at, you're essentially risking $300 and the max you can win is $40 if Murphy wins the decision. And if Tate wins, you're just pushing. Like there just isn't a lot of, there just isn't so enough juice. I would run it out here. the opposite. I see what you're saying with, from a mathematical standpoint. 
I would run it Misha Tate by decision. And then if I was wrong and Lauren Murphy did win a decision, it would just push. That's how I would play. So that. then again, so give me your hypothetical dollar moves that you would put here. So let's just say she's at minus 200, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So we bet we bet 200 to win 100. And then yeah. at what's the odds for, for plus, plus 240. Plus 240. So whatever that is to, to push back, to push out. So you're so, going to risk uh, $85 on Murphy and then just to push out? Yeah, it's not, it's not much of a win, but honestly, I just don't – I mean, I guess there's no – Essentially, it's a 10-to-1 play here. So now, do I think Murphy stops Misha 1 and 10 times? I don't know. But don't uh, to me, I just – I just – I'm just gonna play Misha straight up. I played her. I mean, yeah, I just you have a gun like, to my head. For me, for me, the play if there's a if there's a if there's a gun to my head play here, it's gonna be fight goes the distance. I'm sure that's juice to the gills. Uh, I, I think that's doesn't gonna, matter. Yeah, I, I I just don't see this fight being finished. And I would even I would even say uh, I think there's some value on Misha Tate by decision as well. Uh, but I for me, I, I like Tate in this, uh, but I do think the line may be a little off. But I, I understand what you're saying on the on the mathematical side of things. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to just – I just played Misha straight up. I just feel like, um, like you said, she just has more paths like to victory. Pretty much Laura Murphy's only path is to out-volume her yep. for a three-round decision and stuff all the takedown. Stuff all the takedown, yeah. yeah. You know, like – I. Uh, to me, I just, I just don't see that. That's not a very likely scenario. I think Misha gets his done around, you know, 75, 80% of the time. I think there's, I played her at, I played her, I got, I was a little late to the party. I played her at minus 190, like, you know, 185, 190 range. I still think there's value there. And I see now it's climbed like 195, 200 places. I still think there's some value there. Um, I'm just going to roll with Misha. Sweet. Move on. Um, this fight I'm super excited about Shane Burgos, uh, my man, Charlie Jordan. This is a banger of a fight. Uh, if you've hung around me at all in the betting space, you know that I'm a big fan of Shane Burgos. Uh, I, I, I like him a lot, man. He's, he's, uh, he's only been stopped by the elites in the division. I think he's got like a 14 and three record. Uh, he's only been stopped by the elites in the, in the division. My number one complaint with him is he is a little hittable at times. Uh, but he's got a great chin to back this up. I don't see Jordan. I don't see Jordan knocking him out. And <laughs> I think that's one of the, the only way that I see Jordan winning this fight is, is, is by knocking him out. I just don't see any other way. I think Jordan, Jordan has to win this fight inside the distance in order to win. Uh, I'm rocking with Shane Burgos at this, on this fight, especially at a minus 170 line. I, I, I really like this matchup for him. I think he's got a great jab. He's got great boxing. Uh, he's got it all. He's got it all. So I, 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 am rocking with him. I, I think this line should be way higher. I really do. And just to get that out of the way, you just like Shane Burgos because he keeps making you money. That's all. That's 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 all it is, right? Um, I don't know about this fight. I'm definitely going to play the over. I played the over two and a half. It was actually like plus one hundred five, over two and a half rounds. I don't see Jordan stopping him. It's possible Burgos stops him, but I don't think that's that likely either. I see a three-round kickboxing um, match over here where with Burgos landing the bigger shots, Jordan possibly out-voluming him a little bit. I think there is, I think, gone to my head, I think Burgos wins. I just don't know if I am. Now, this line keeps dropping. I found one, like minus 152, and I snapped that up to like 10 grand, but that's about it. That's like the smallest position I'll ever have in a fight. 
And, but pretty much the line is hovering around the 160, 165 range. Uh, to me, it's a stay away. I just, how do you, if this fight likely, let's say I'm correct, this fight is a three round decision. Like you don't see any way Jordan wins. Like how do you, you, you think Berg, if it goes to the decision, Burgos wins? Yes. Why? He's not going to take him down or anything. Like just, just what? No, I just, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Jordan out, out striking him. I just don't, I don't see a scenario. Like I haven't seen enough from Jordan to, to, to lead me to believe that he's going to outstrike one of the elite strikers in that division. I just like, he's typically had troubles. He's had troubles as, as the ranks have moved up. Uh, Burgos has had trouble as well, but he's also went against the elite divi- in that division shown that he can compete, compete there, but came up short. You know, we're talking about Josh. I mean, watch his fight with Josh Emmett, who just looked, Josh is, Emmett is going to probably challenge for the title soon. His fight with Emmett was insane. He was, I mean, he was right there. So I just think he's a better fighter everywhere. I think he's a better wrestler. I think he's a better jujitsu guy. I think he's got better striking. I think he's got better volume. Uh, I don't, I just, it's hard for me to envision, especially at this line. The line is the thing I don't understand. I think this should be two and a quarter. I, I just don't I mean, call me crazy. I think you think it's a little pricey, but I think Burgos is going to win this pretty easy to be honest with you. I, I don't, I mean, Jordan may have his moments. He's tricky. But I just don't, I don't think he's better, man. I just don't, I don't see it. I agree with you. I don't think he's better. My only concern is like Josh Emmett is obviously a far better fighter than Jordan. Emmett is not a high volume guy. I, I, since I, I think this fight goes to decision and I think I agree with you. Burgos is better. He's going to land the bigger shots. I can see a scenario where Jordan just outlands him. And it's one of those split decisions. I I'm predicting this fight. I think Burgos, gone to my head, Burgos, Burgos wins a close decision where you're sweating at the end, like, ah, I hope the judges don't screw this up. I think that's what we're looking at. Unless Burgos stops him, which is possible, but I, I think it's going the distance. So I think it's going to go the distance, too. I think, I think Burgos is going to win a clear-cut 30-27. We'll see, though. I can see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. Um, interesting one next, flyweight division match, Nell, Sue Majari. Uh, this one's tough for me because – Help I'm me. Really help me out me. here. Help me What's out that? here. Uh, Help me out here. I've been waiting for you on this one. He's asked me two days in a row about this fight. I I just, I'm torn on it because to be honest with you, I'm hearing through the the grapevine about all these great things with Sumajari, and I just haven't seen it yet. Like I haven't seen him compete at a good, like he's, he's knocked out some, some guys in that division, the lower echelon of that division, like guys that haven't really proven themselves, you know, like, uh, and I'm not saying they're bad. They're just, they haven't proven themselves in that division. And Chanel has shown that he can he can compete and in, in uh, at least in the mid tier of that division. You know he's had troubles at the at the top tier of the flyweight division, but he's no joke, man. My problem with Chanel is he's got a great uh, he's got a huge advantage in the grappling department, but he never uses it. So it's it's really difficult for me whenever I have a guy that's that's he's mopping the floor with all these guys, but he hasn't he hasn't I haven't seen. I mean we're not we're a few we're a few years removed from him getting dominated by Luis Smolka, like oh, yeah. dominated by Luis Smolka, who's not in the UFC anymore. Like that's three or four years ago. I understand a lot of people can get better from that, from, from that time, but I just haven't seen it. We haven't, we haven't seen, we haven't seen his ability to, to compete at the upper echelon in that division. And with Schnell, we have seen it, but he has a clear cut path to victory here in the wrestling. What is, that? What is that? What's his clear cut path? Well, I mean, you at least need to test the wrestling of Sumajari after watching the Louis Smoka fight. I just don't think he's going to do it. I don't think, I don't think Matt Chanel is going to. And if he does, I don't think it's going to be a real effort. I think it'll be like a one and done. Like if you don't get it, he's not going to go back to it. I hope I'm wrong here. I really do. Cause I love Matt Chanel. I, I enjoy watching him. I like watching both these guys fight, but Chanel has shown me in the past that he, he talk me into Chanel over, here. He's what's say it again. Talk me into Chanel over here. 
Because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm on the same page as you. I just don't, I haven't watched any film on this fight. It's not a fight I got to, but the line that surprised me, like, am I missing something? Like, is Sue yeah. really that good? Like, I, well, I like, just, if you're talking about line value only at plus 220, it, it might be worth taking a stab at, at Schnell because, like I said, we're not too far removed from a Sue Majority just getting dominated on the ground. Once again, my problem is, is I just don't, I'm not confident that Schnell's going to take it there. We saw this last week with uh, Chase Sherman and Jared uh, Vandera. Like, uh, there's a clear uh, cut path to victory for Vandera. We played him, but the clear cut path to victory, if you don't utilize it, it's no good. You know, so you turn yeah. into a kickboxing match. If this fight turns into a kickboxing match, I'm not confident Matt Schnell's going to win. That was so, insane. I mean, last week we were just like, you know what I mean? We're going to hammer Vandera. He's going to take him down round one and finish it. But yeah. if he doesn't, he probably either gets knocked out or loses the decision, and he did not attempt a single takedown. It's, I see it's, what you're saying with Schnell here. Let me ask you this. Do you see any way Schnell wins outside of a decision? Yeah, I can see him subbing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can see, I mean, dude, if we go back and watch that Luis Smolka fight. I'm not saying we should be judged because I'm not saying he should be judged off this fight. I'm just saying four years ago or whenever that fight was, there was a very clear-cut, I mean, blatantly obvious hole Super. in his game. Like blatantly obvious. And Matt Schnell can grapple. He can grapple and he can wrestle. He just typically doesn't. And that's my worry with this is that fight IQ. Like, are you willing to do that? That's what I'm, that's what I'm worried about. For me, I'm staying so far away from this fight. It's not even funny. Uh, I could <laughs> see this fight getting finished early by sub one way, knockout another way, decision one way. Like I, it, nothing could happen in this fight for me to, uh, I, that would surprise me. So for me, like, I like to stay away from those fights. I don't, I don't like either guy on this uh, gun to my head. I'd pick Sumajari just for the, well, I mean, if, but if, but it's back to the value, if you're like yeah. completely split and you know, you have no idea which way to go, you may as well take the plus two twenty, right? If you're flipping coins, give oh, me that yeah. plus two twenty, right? Yeah. I mean, if this fight stays standing, I think Sumajari is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, Lee Jing Liang versus Muslim. So- so- Salakov? Salakov. 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 The Sanda guy. The Russian Chinese. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know how that happened. I like I like uh I like Li Jingliang a lot. My issue with him is his consistency. Like one fight, he knocks out Ponzinibbio, and then the next fight, he's literally getting carried in the air like a child from Kamza. And listen, Kamza's a monster, but Dude, he was literally getting picked up. Like, <laughs> I, I pick up my two-year-old son, and you know what I mean. Like, there was. And now Styles make fights. You know, th- this is. I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be a kickboxing match. Uh, and and I don't. I that win over Ponzinibbio, I feel like kind of has an asterisk over it because I don't think Ponzinibbio was was at his best at that moment. You know, I don't think he was recovered from that knee surgery yet. Uh, I'm rocking with Muslim here. I, I think he's. I think he's solid everywhere. Uh, I think he's got the better kickboxing, but I don't, I don't, I got to be honest with you. I don't feel great about it. Uh, I do. Yeah. I'm glad I you love, I love, I love Muslim in this spot. Yeah. Simply because I'm you saying that makes me feel way better about it. I'll tell you what it is. When I look at it, this fight, it's, it all converges. There aren't many paths. It's all converges to one path. Muslim does not get taken down. He's a good kickboxer. Accurate. He's a sniper. He's going to pop shot. This is going to be a kickboxing match. And Muslim is just a better kickboxer. I agree. That's all there's to it. Like, like, sometimes it's that simple. You got the better kickboxer who's not going to be taken down, way more accurate, way better defensively. I just He's got a great I, chin, too. That's the, that's the thing. Great that chin. So how does, how does Lee – the only way Lee can 
beat him, in my opinion, is to win a decision, like just outstrike him. I don't think that's going to happen. He's not outstriking the better kickboxer. Agreed. I agree. I just I'm feel not, like it's I'm, a neat 30 27 Muslim. Maybe he knocks him out. But to me, those that's are my thoughts too. I'm glad you said that. Uh, Michelle Waterson Gomez versus Amanda Lemos. You run uh, with this. You start on this one. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. This is like, honestly, to me, this is just like a pass. I think the line is kind of fair here. I just, uh, you know, I think Lemos should be a significant favorite. Yep. I'm not betting, you know, 340, whatever that is. Uh, no, especially after watching her get tired against uh, Angela Hill. No way. Yeah. No way I can do it. Both these girls, both these girls have split decision wins over Angela Hill, which I got to be honest, I thought Lemos lost that fight. Uh, and I will say this, though, Lemos looked really good against Jessica Andrade until she didn't. You know, she looked she, tremendous. She looked really good. And you could tell that all the skills and the scariness is all there. This line is I, – you, I think you hit this right on the head. This line is right where it needs to be, in my opinion. Uh, I'm just not sure that Watterson has what it takes to, to – to, this is three rounds, it's not five. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I just don't know if Watterson has what it takes to push the pace on Lamos and get her tired. I, I just – I don't – her volume's relatively low. She's not an outstanding grappler. I, I think Lamos is going to be the, the faster, more explosive striker. Uh I, I, it's hard for me to see Waterson winning any other way other than a decision from her getting tired. I just don't. I don't yeah, I mean, Lamos, Lamos is so good with the footwork. Yeah. But she is constantly on it. She does not give herself any breathers in the fight. She's moving. She's moving. She's hitting. It's great. But she's fast if you're a high volume, if you're a high volume fighter, like say Angela Hill, you can tire out a little bit. I don't see enough volume from Waterson to lead me to believe that that's a possibility. Like, I'm hoping this line drops a little bit and I can take Lamos. For me, this is just a pass. Love it. Uh, last, not least, the, the fight, and we've talked about this at great length, uh, Yair Rodriguez versus Brian T. City, Ortega. Um, there's two things to talk about here. One is the fight itself. Who's going to win? The other is the over-under because there, we've kind of had some mixed feelings on both of them. And I got to be honest, I've gone back and forth on it a little bit, but Let's get your thoughts, your initial thoughts on this fight and how, how you're going to play this. Um, the only play for me is Ortega. Just if you're looking for a side, I really like Ortega simply because he's got multiple paths to victory as opposed to a year who's only got pretty much one. One, which is to just outstrike him. Um, Ortega is a good striker. Like we've, you know, Really good striker. He looked yeah. really impressive lately. I don't think Yair is just going to be able to whitewash him with the striking. So I think this fight is Ortega will hang with him. It'll be close, close. But at any point in the fight, there's that wild card that there's a grappling exchange of any kind, a takedown. He can pull guard. Like Volkanovsky is a, he's a, people don't realize what a good grappler he is. Volkanovsky is a tremendous grappler. I thought that fight was done as dinner, twice. multiple times, yeah. twice. You're telling me he gets a year in one of those spots, yeah, you're surviving? There's no, no way. I, there's no way. He's going to – if it gets to one of those scrambles or one of those gra- – on top, from the bottom, wherever it is, I, I think I think, uh, I think Ortega runs through him. So I'm going to play the submission for sure. It's sitting at about plus 280. That's ridiculously – that's what? ridiculous – yeah. TC by submission is plus 280? Plus 280. Get in line. You have to play that. You have to. You have to. You have to. 
I mean, do, um, you, see, do you see him winning a – can you see Brian Ortega winning a, a decision? Yeah. That's the next possible way. But outside of that, I don't know if I see any other way. Like, the, the I, this, this is my – this is you, – you kind of alluded to this already. But – Anytime you have, you have, we have a, like such a ground dis, uh, discrepancy. And, and another thing about Yair that I don't like in this fight is he spins a lot and he kicks a lot. Listen, over the course of 25 minutes, you mean to tell me that Ortega, I'm sorry, that Yair is not going to, his back is never going to hit the mat. It's just, I don't know if I believe that, you know, like if he kicks and falls over or he spins and gives his back up. Or I think if Ryan Ortega gets his hands on him, like you already said this, I think he can pull guard. I think he can pull half guard. I think he can jump guillotine. I think he can find triangle. I think he can take him down offensively, uh, fall to his back. I think he could get hurt and still find his submission. I think the jujitsu is that big of a discrepancy in this fight. For me, it's just really difficult to, to find a scenario where Yair's back doesn't hit this mat or this fight. I shouldn't even say that. This fight doesn't hit the ground at some point. I just don't see it. It's for me, the side is Ortega. Um, now, if this fight does not hit the mat, I do think Ortega is in trouble. I, I think his striking is good, but I don't think it's good enough to hang with Yair. And I think he's going to be in some really big problems. My worry is if we get into the championship rounds, we get around four and five and Ortega can't get him down. And Ortega is that tired like he was against Max, like he was against Volkanovsky. Man, I think Yair is going to cut through him in the striking now t City's tough he's super tough he's super durable i think there's going to be a big discrepancy in the striking late as the fight because yair can strike efficiently he does not get tired t City striking is good but late it's not always efficient if that makes sense he does get tired from doing that however the dude can grapple for years on end i just for me i'm um, playing t city i i was going to play him by submission anyway i had no idea that the the line was at plus money. I thought it would be like even money, but you're saying it's plus two and some change to me. I have to play that. Uh, I just don't, I, I think I don't see a scenario where you're in there with, with Brian Ortega for, for 25 minutes and he doesn't catch something here. It's hard for me to see. Yeah. The only way that happens, the only way I can see that happening is if Yair is literally curl, curls up in, a, in the fetal position and just, you know, survives a minute left in the round and just doesn't get up. But if that happens, that's going to cost him rounds because he won't be able to – Yair, he's not going to be able to try to get up. He's not going to be able to try to do any damage. He's literally going to have to be completely defensive, like in a bowl, yep. just to survive – just to survive Ortega cutting right through him. And that can cost him some rounds, which can give Ortega a decision win. And let's not forget, or, even if Ortega fails with the takedowns, that threat – he's going to try a lot. And that level, constant level changing will open up the striking a little bit, especially for a striker like Yair who relies on him leading the dance. He's trying to set up a spin. He's trying to set something up. If he's reacting, reacting to level change, reacting to level change, and boom, over the top right hand. All right, we're in the clinch up against the fence. More striking. Now I'm going to try again. And eventually, he doesn't even have to get him down. This guy could hop on his back, standing yep. on the fence. Like there's, there, will be, there will be too many opportunities for Ortega to catch a sub. But I can see him winning um, the decision. I wouldn't even stun me if Ortega lands something big and knocks him out, you know, with a level change or something. So I'm just going to play Ortega straight up, big position, and then I'm going to definitely hammer this up. That's just plus 280. I mean, 
unless there's a gentleman's agreement between them or something, that line is just absurd. Real quick, we're running out of time. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week. Um, well, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna go with um, Algio, but the line is just so far moved now. I, I hit him early in the week. I hit him at almost a pick. Him. It was like minus one twenty. Now it's like pushing two hundred. Like there's just the value is most. There's still some value there. I I, I would. I just don't see where. I just don't see how Herbert, how Burns is that, wins this fight. Outside of some lucky sub, Algio, I don't even think he's going to catch against Algio. Algio is going to have a better value, better grappling, better everything. It's just tough for me to see how uh, Burns pulls this off. Uh, let me think if there's anything else. Well, I guess it would be that, but if that far is, if that line is already gone, um, Salakov would be the play then for me. I think Salakov my I love going to be uh, My play of the week is going to be Shane Burgos. Uh, I'm rocking with it, minus 170. Uh, we, we have very little time left, guys. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Discord betting group in there. We have all our plays in there. You guys check us out on YouTube. We usually do a breakdown every week. Thank you for coming on, Shay. Good luck. Best of, uh, best of luck. Cash those checks, all right? All right, let's make some money. Take it easy.